Stuff I Learned Yesterday, episode number 496, Between Passion and Obsession. Welcome to Stuff I Learned Yesterday. My name is Michael R. I recently added two gerbils to the menagerie of pets my family cares for, and I believe that if you aren't learning, you aren't living. In today's episode of Stuff I Learned Yesterday, I share what I've learned about how obsessions and passions differ. Well, welcome to September, everyone. It's another great week to be sharing an episode of Stuff I Learned Yesterday with you guys here at the tail end of the week. I'm very excited, of course, because today I leave for Dragon Con in Atlanta, and I'm very much looking forward to that. I'll see at least one person that I know of. I know Benita is going to be there, Yogaban. Some of you know her from this podcast and others. So uh, hopefully I'll be able to see some of you others as well. But in the meantime, let's dive right in with our fun fact of the day. September 1st, believe it or not, is one of the most unusual days among the various obscure national observances that I and other hosts have discussed on this show. Because each year on September 1st, people across the United States recognize National Chicken Boy Day in honor of this statue's ceremonial birthday. Now, this statue stands 22 feet tall, holding a bucket of chicken. It's a fiberglass statue of a boy with a chicken head, and it stands along Route 66, one of its iconic, weird sites that people go see along that route. Named after the former 1960s Chicken Boy restaurant, he is also known as the Statue of Liberty of Los Angeles. The iconic statue remained in place at the restaurant until the owner died in 1984, at which time it was given to Los Angeles art director Amy Inoue and was placed in storage until a suitable location could be found. And some 20 years later, Chicken Boy was moved to his new home at Inoue's design firm, and the result of the restoration of Chicken Boy as it stood there atop of her building was actually a community effort and came about due to donated funds. But that's not all. September 1st is also National No Rhyme Nor Reason Day, which celebrates words in the English language that do not rhyme with any other words. These words, also known as refractory rhymes, are ones that poets try to avoid using in verse at all costs. (laughs) Some examples in the English language include actually three colors, Orange, silver, and purple have no rhymes. In addition, the words month, spirit, chimney, and woman, strangely enough. So that all comes to us courtesy of nationaldaycalendar.com. Always a great site to find some of these wonderful fun facts that we share with you here on the podcast. But you can also share what you've learned on the podcast as well. And that's, of course, through our Friday forum. Friday Forum is your opportunity to share what you've learned so that other listeners and I can learn from your experience. And you can participate in the Friday Forum, of course, by calling our voice feedback line at 304-837-2278. Or you can go to goldenspiralmedia.com slash feedback to just type out a message or attach an audio file and upload it. Or you can just use that uh, handy dandy speak pipe widget to record directly on the website. 
So here's what I learned yesterday. Now, I'm the first to admit that I obsess on things, and sometimes my obsessions are not always healthy. My video game obsessions during my bachelor years, in fact, were particularly inhibitive. It goes all the way back to my college years when I would play multi-user dungeons, or MUDs, which was a kind of text-based adventure game, and I would play it until 4 a.m., on the then burgeoning internet, which connected one college campus full of nerds like me to others around the nation. And unfortunately, my gaming obsession caused me to neglect other important areas of my life, and my sophomore year was pretty much a waste. I graduated a semester late because of it, in fact. Well, when I got my first apartment and began my teaching career, I moved on to massively multiplayer online role-playing games, or MMORPGs, (laughs) because gamers love their acronyms. And starting with Lyra's Underlight, I then progressed to Varent's EverQuest, and it all culminated with Blizzard's World of Warcraft. I played for hours, using most of my free time to slay dragons, raid dungeons, and socialize with friends that I really only knew online. Well, I frittered away most of my 20s with this obsession, and I know it wasn't a good situation, despite all of my rationalization about saving money by not going out drinking or vacationing or whatever. The truth was, though, I was an introvert with no motivation to expand my life beyond the escapist activities of gaining levels, armor upgrades, and skill points. In fact, I went on two dates in the space of nine years, I'm ashamed to admit. Not that it's all that different, though, from what I do now. I mean, sure, I've shifted my focus to blogging and podcasting, but it's still all about joining a sometimes obsessive online community, particularly within television fandoms. The people I interact with now are still obsessed with their favorite show or actors or character relationships, and I'm no different from them in my singular focus on my hobby. So what's the difference between the two? Well, first of all, I'm married with kids now. World of Warcraft went away after the first few dates with my wife, and I haven't looked back since. But although I still jump from interest to interest with startling regularity, I don't think of it as obsessing anymore with my new areas of focus. With podcasting, my obsession has become my passion. And since 2012, it has been my main hobby that has taken me to places I never would have thought possible. I've gone to conventions and met great fans and fellow podcasters. I've interviewed actors, writers, and showrunners and visited the sets of some of my favorite shows that film in Toronto. I've branched off into other projects, including writing entertainment news pieces, composing episodic reviews for several television shows, and even guesting on podcasts like this one, which is a complete departure for me, but such a noble pursuit. So what it boils down to is that, as opposed to my video game addiction, with podcasting, I feel like I'm producing something of value, and even in some cases, earning money doing it. And it makes me feel like I'm feeding a passion rather than indulging in an obsession. I've made a point never to neglect a social engagement, family outing, or important commitment because of a podcast. And aside from recording from the beach a few times during our evening downtime after my daughter went to bed, I've pretty much always held to that resolution. 
But the clearest way I can distinguish my current passions from my previous video gaming obsessions is the fact that I keep building on what came before, and connections are being made to other passions and interests I've had over the years. Obsessions, therefore, are destructive, eating away at meaningful living, whereas passions are constructive, growing out of whatever defines who you are and making it better. I remember when I was trying to decide what my major would be in college. I either wanted to be a teacher or a film director. Well, being a pragmatist, I eventually majored in education and taught English for three years. But after I got my master's degree, a funny thing happened. I became a library media specialist and began teaching, guess what? Video production. And without even doing it on purpose, my career was steered back to that film director idea on its own volition. And that's, I think, why I'm so passionate about my day job. It brought two areas of interest together that I never knew coexisted in one profession. Well, now the same thing has happened in my hobby of podcasting. I mentioned all of the wonderful opportunities podcasting has given me, and thanks to a stray comment from fellow podcasters Wayne Henderson and Stephanie Zimmer on Facebook, another branch has sprouted. What's my new obsession, you ask? Strange as it may sound, it's narrating audiobooks. Now, if that doesn't sound all that exciting to you, remember that I work in a library, and I used to teach English. So with my love of books and my work with my voice and producing audio for podcasts, I cannot think of a more perfect marriage between my vocational interests and my avocational passion. So I've been hired to narrate three short self-published books so far. They've included a treatise on the Buddhist practice of mindfulness, a thankfully PG-13 love triangle romance, and most recently, a beginner's guide to investing. Maybe not the most exciting material, but you got to start somewhere, right? But more importantly, I can feel that familiar stirring in my gut as a new obsession takes hold. Guys, I'm hooked. So although this certainly illustrates what I've learned about the differences between passion and obsession, it's also my oblique way of informing the Stuff I Learned Yesterday audience that I will be stepping away from this podcast for at least a season to make room in my schedule for this new venture. If I succeed in my audiobook endeavors, this may be my final bow. But if it doesn't pan out, I'll return to Daryl with my hat in my hand. I mean, not that I would want you to wish for my failure, but it must be said that I may be back. So here's what I learned. Obsessions can suck you into an abyss of indulgent, myopic behavior that forces you to neglect other areas of your life. It's part of why addiction is such a dangerous thing. But if you obsess about something that brings value to your life and your interests, you've got to give it another name. Your passion. Nurture it, let it grow, and steer it in a healthy direction. Even as you do so, you may find it takes you to places you never envisioned when you first started down that road. Preparing for this podcast has brought up a lot of memories of stories told by my fellow silly co-hosts, 
including the time when Daryl almost quit his job at the bookstore, in which case he'd never have met his wife. Or when John told of how he overcame an unexpected career change to build a new life as a financial advisor. It just goes to show you, you never know what the path of life has in store for you. But when an opportunity presents itself, you gotta grab it. Now, I've been a listener of Stuff I Learned Yesterday since the very beginning, and I've enjoyed listening to Daryl, Derek, Mark, Carrie, Jeff, Barb, John, and Emily share their life experiences. They've inspired me as much as I'm sure they've inspired you as well. And even as I take a new step into the unknown, I feel that this podcast has prepared me both as a host and as a listener for whatever awaits me. So I say to not only my fellow hosts, but also to the Stuff I Learned Yesterday community out there, the following truth. I am stronger because of you. I'm Michael R., and this has been Stuff I Learned Yesterday. Follow Golden Spiral Media on Twitter at GSM Podcasts and Facebook.com slash Golden Spiral Media. And join the Facebook group at Facebook.com slash groups slash Stuff I Learned Yesterday. To subscribe to Stuff I Learned Yesterday, visit goldenspiralmedia.com slash subscribe. And if you've enjoyed this episode of Stuff I Learned Yesterday, I would be grateful if you'd share this episode with a friend.